0: Hello, lads and ladies, and welcome to the Buddy Bomb. We're excited to do another episode, and uh, we have some wonderful news. Those of you that tuned in last week will note that we discussed uh, that you need to pull the revolving door in order to leave the studio. And so when we went and tested that, iTag was finally able to get out. However, he's been uh, around long enough and the show has become so natural with him that we've decided that uh, he's going to stay. And so um, since we have extra bodies permanently in the studio, we ordered a larger sofa and um, actually we're going to introduce our guest because he's going to help us uh, haul it through the revolving door. So Noice, Thank you for uh, coming and being a true trooper this week.
1: Hey, what's up? I'm always here to do physical labor for you, I spot.
0: Yeah, dude, I love you, man. Thank you so much for helping us haul this in. Um, All right. I reckon uh I tag grab that end yeah. yeah yeah i got it okay let's get the other and i'll just kind of support it in the middle because it's pretty bulky and make sure the cushions don't fall out um all right and we gotta, uh, all right, doing
1: the countdown to lift up
0: right uh one two
1: three okay <gasps> <gasps> okay i got okay. it
0: all right i tag you lift lift it higher what i am what do you Me. mean dude
1: I can't move in. any forward. I tag. Are you stuck?
0: Listen. Okay. No, I'm fine. Okay. okay let's go. I tag. You got to go through the other end of the revolving door and pull it. I- okay. 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 I got All right. it. Got it. Okay. Yep. Okay. I think we have the end in. I tags through. I tag. Do you wanna? Do you wanna just keep moving through the door? or Do you wanna get to the other end of the door first? Uh, what's what do you think is better? let's let's, let's get you through the other end. I reckon. I'll yeah. get in, and, and, and we'll just go from there, okay? On you. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Alright. Pivot. Okay. Okay. Pivot. Oh, shit. Wait, wait, wait. My fucking ankle's stuck in the fucking thing. Oh, Hold what? On. Hold on. Hold out. <laughs> stop. Stop pivoting. Stop. Okay. How you said did stop? you that? Okay. Stop. Okay. Okay, okay. okay. okay I'm Hold stopped. on. Let me get... God damn it. Oh, oh. Alright, my ankle's out. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, ready?
1: Okay, mm-hmm. I'm good. Pivot.
2: Okay, push
0: no, don't. It's not. Don't pivot it. It's good now. Push I'm it. Pushing. I wasn't even pivoting. I You're ruining it all. I tag. Pull the door. I got it. I got it. No, you don't. I'm goddamn. I'm stuck in the fucking thing.
2: Sounds like a you problem. Are you, honestly? Are you
1: like just actually stuck?
0: No. I tag. Look at Noyce's hands. What? Just, what just do what I'm doing. Oh, I- yeah. I- just I mimic him. It's not going through the door. It's stuck. You know what? Okay, fine. It's not going anywhere. I'm stuck in the door. Uh, I Just go find a guest host and uh, we'll figure it out. Noice, go through the back entrance and uh, Amy, play the music. Welcome to the Buddy Bomb.
3: Why did you guys try to move a couch through a revolving door anyway? The studio has a normal door. Like the American Disabilities Act of 1990 says every, you can't use a revolve the door. You got to have other doors. What were you guys thinking? Now you've trapped Ice Platypus.
2: I think this is all Platt's problem. He was the one that suggested we go through the front. He even said there was a back door.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was the leader of that situation. Even though he was in the middle, he kind of like was like leading us. So it's like his problem. We're just, like, the followers, you know? All
3: right, well, I'm glad that if, if he's the leader, I'm glad he's the one stuck in the door, because I wouldn't want that to happen to any of you. I wouldn't Thank want you to get caught in that situation. Well, I guess, I mean, thanks for calling me. I'm, I'm happy to help out, but, yeah, I, I hope Platypus gets out of there eventually. I'd hate to see him get stuck in there forever. But I'm here now, and I'm going to help with the podcast. Hi, you might remember me from week 2. I'm Bald Eagle. I'm I'm here. Uh I'm taking over for Ice plaid this week. And if, uh, we already heard from iTag and Noise, but how are you guys
0: doing? Um, doing pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much the same. Um besides the couch issues, what's going
3: on in your life?
2: Um well, I went to the football last night. Um it was a ripper of a game uh Geelong one after the siren which is uh pretty exciting and it was like almost top of the table so yeah good game
3: and i know all about that thanks to listening to the first episode yeah was that your first game back or
2: um no we've been we've been playing the whole year pretty much actually since like march or april or something first time game in a while though <sighs> And yes, I'm still waking up. So. Oh, yeah.
3: You have coffee yet?
2: Uh, no, I don't drink coffee. I'm a hydro homie. You have some tea? <laughs> no. Not even tea? No, I'm a hydro homie. I stick to the waters. Only water? Yeah.
3: Do, do you, with like meals and stuff, do you drink anything else, or is it just water all the way down?
2: Water all the time.
3: Wow, good for you.
2: It's... Probably partially because I'm a very picky eater, but and like, it kind of just ties into like drinking all this stuff, but it's huh. also healthy. So it works.
1: I drink a lot of water, but I also drink a lot of other stuff. Yeah, I have like a 40 ounce water bottle that I just keep next to me that I drink like all day.
3: I, I kind of want to be one of those guys that has like a, a gallon jug of water because that's like the amount you're supposed to drink a day. Cat Puke does that. Carry oh, it around okay
1: yeah, my 40-ounce, like, I just have to drink three of them. So it's not, it's kind of close, but it's not, like, the same, you know? I feel like it's less weird-looking, because I'm not, like, a Jack guy, you know?
3: <laughs> yeah, I but feel I like you have to Jack be, like, a with
1: the giant gallon things. I have one guy who uh, tied it to a rope, because work, I worked at a zipline place, and he tied it to a rope and, like, tied it to our harness. Mm-hmm. Pretty fun.
3: Maybe the maybe the gallon is like the first step. Like once you start drinking it and then you get jacked.
1: <laughs> it's it's the gateway to becoming a gym bro. First yeah. you drink the water, then you drink the gallon jug. Next <laughs> thing you know you're in the gym two times a day every day of the week.
3: Look, as anybody who watches my streams know, you got to stay hydrated. Got to just got to stay hydrated. Out. How many how many points is that again? 500 500 <laughs> If just 50 that's like, It just costs oh, 50. Only 50 Wow,
1: wow.
3: Like, Hydration is important. In fact, I want everybody listening to this podcast right now, if you're listening to your car, just pull over. Just go find the nearest water. I hope you have some nearby. Take a drink. We're, we're going to do it now. And uh, just remember to hydrate.
1: Uh, do not drink stream water. That may not be safe.
3: That's true. No, the nearest safe water. Thank you.
2: I took a drink five minutes ago. But you told me to do it again.
3: Yeah, keep <laughs> hydrating.
2: I'll, I'll
1: do it again.
3: Totally. Yeah, in fact, everybody take another drink. <laughs> <laughs> Don't stop. <laughs> the, this is Just the buddy bomb jumping. of the a drinking game. This is the first thing as the as a film host. We're, it's going to be all water all the time. <laughs> Delicious, Hydra you homies, can't beat it. Rise up. So let's jump in. It's the first week of playoffs. The equidistant 8 was held this week. Uh eight very exciting games, four and A, four and B, and we might as well just get to the scores. I tag, I believe you usually are the ones to read that off.
2: Uh yeah. So the Miami Bolphins took on Super Monkey Balls 1v eight and the Monkey Balls looked good. Uh it was not good enough in the end. It was a four one win for Miami, but yeah, it wasn't like the eighth team. Just like keeled over and died.
3: Yeah, that was the game that I streamed, and I would definitely agree. Like there were three one cap games in there. Uh the Super Monkey Balls had definitely put up a fight and like a few of those games they had the lead and then the Bolfins came back at the end. So it it kinda of, like you'd expect a one V eight game to finish in five games, but this one was really a lot closer than that score indicated.
2: Yeah. Um move on to the next game we got Bohemian Cap City took on We The People and We The People 7th place team actually started with the first two games, but then got swept afterwards. So it was a 4-2 win for Bohemian Cap City. Um, We've got the question marks and manipulation station, which we will talk about a little bit later. Um, manipulation station took the sweep over the question marks. The 6th place team beating the 3rd place team. Upset alert. Yeah. Um, and then we have the Bank of America Caps and the Legends of the Split and Temple going to seven maps, going all the way with two overtimes, an overtime in the seventh game. And Bank of America Caps took that one for 3.
1: I'm the co captain of Bank of America Caps and I approve of this message.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Only Red Team won that series.
1: Wait, really? Only Red Team?
3: Yeah. It was back and forth. <laughs> so I always go for Red Team. Wants I red. didn't
1: even realize that at all. Looks like Breezy's a smart captain and took Fred's side. <laughs> I'll tell him that.
3: So were you, were you watching that game at all noise? Uh, like...
1: Yeah, I was there the whole time.
3: What, what were your impressions of that game?
1: Uh, so most, like, most of the BOA's losses were like by one or two, and that's when they got crushed on pups. And then when they won, they either were even or like, beat out on pups by like, a couple. So, like, when they were on top of Pups, they won. There was, like, I think two one-cap games, which uh, one was the OT win in the last one, and the other one, I think, was, like, game five or something. But the other two wins they had were, like, by three or four caps. So they either crushed Pups and crushed the team, or they got dominated on Pups that only lost by one. So it's kind of a weird, weird game.
3: Yeah, I will say, I'm I'm glad that we had that match, because that was obviously Game 7. Going to overtime in Game 7, which you love. I give the NLTP playoff system a lot of grief, because I don't think it's the most fair way to settle things. But, I will always say, it does produce drama. Like, it is exciting. Yeah. I'm I'm glad, whenever we get Game 7 overtimes, I'm really excited, because that, that's a lot of fun. And especially now, with you... Going immediately into overtime. I don't know if either of you have played in those games yet. I retired before I actually did any of those. That just seems even more exciting to me. Um,
1: yeah. Last season I played and going straight into overtime was like definitely a switch, but like from pub in, you kinda get the switch down. So it's not really like a super big switch. But it's like way more hype and way more intense than like taking like a couple minute break and then going into golden cap.
3: Right. Like you just immediately you got to stay focused there's no no time to catch your breath. yeah that's a lot of fun. I wish that we had more of those games this week. Hopefully we get more in the foci four and I mean, please if we could get some of those in the Nooper and Booper. I know that Amy, our lovely editor, obviously has great feelings about game seven overtimes in the Nooper, um, but I'm always down to to see those come out. Any other thoughts you all have on the a team games? I think with
1: with these good show from all the eight teams that made it. It's going to be great games for Folk F4 and Newport.
3: Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about those a little later when we get to previews and picks, but uh, shaping up to be some really good matches. Not too many upsets, so a lot of those heavy hitters are all still in, so it should be a lot of fun.
2: I'll jump onto the B team scores now. Um, so we have LST taking the sweep, the 4-0, over the handoff god. Handoff god maybe being the one team that didn't really show up out of all of the teams in the first week of playoffs.
3: Mm-hmm. And they just they, they squeaked in like they were a good team they were deserving yeah they, uh, they they snuck in there at the end and then when you when you do that you usually end up facing the really good one seed and it, it's tough splitting from there
2: yeah lST's been playing well lately um they've had a the last couple good two three weeks now um yeah, they'll be hard to stop, I think coming into the folk four but then we have Lbt and manipulation station and this one I thought for sure LBT would win. Um, obviously, I just like underrated Nips like so much because Nips won this four-one, and there's only really one close game that they won. All the others were like probably relatively decent wins. Um, so yeah, obviously another team to watch out for.
1: So the thing about Nips being seventh seed is that they're actually only three points away from being third or fourth seed, depending on tiebreakers. So, like, all the B-team playoffs, besides handoff gods, were, like, very, very close to each other. They're all, like, neck and neck, and there could have been, like, many upsets depending on matchups.
3: Yeah, I mean, that was a really exciting, like, race to the finish on B-team this season. Like, everybody was so close, like you said. Those first seven teams were all within eight points, which is just one week. Of each other. So you, you have one good or bad week. And that could have catapulted you way up or down the standings. So I'm always, whenever that happens, I always get really excited for playoffs because that means there's a potential for a lot of chaos. And so we saw this manipulation station game.
2: Yeah. Uh, and then we had crusty grabs and the monkey balls. And this was a six game, three overtimes, a um, bit of a belt Krusty Grabs ended up taking that four to two. Uh, yeah, this was an interesting series. I was watching it for a little bit and yeah, Super Monkey Balls took a little while to, I think, get into the game, but then they picked up game three and game four, but just like couldn't keep that momentum rolling through, which is kind of a shame.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: And then game four, the one that everyone has been talking about, mainly no one, um, <laughs> <laughs> the Miami Bolfins took on Bohemian Cap City, um, and it was a 4 sweep for the Bolfins, but it definitely was not that close. Every game was like down to the wire. First game went into overtime because Bolfins let up a couple caps in the last 30 seconds. Um, and every other game was always like, you weren't sure if Miami was going to hold the lead, but, um, they held strong and, uh. Yeah, you got the four O. I think they were all happy with that. So, yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, so that should also be another great week of B Team playoffs. Which honestly, B Team playoffs might be my favorite. Like, I'll watch. I'll watch any playoff tag pro. It's always a lot of fun. B Team tag pro gets exciting. There's, I mean, especially when you get to captains. You know, I think most captains want to try to get uh, players rotated in. I didn't look too closely at who did a lot of rotating in this one. I always have a lot of respect for captains who get as many players playoff minutes as they can. There's just that extra element of strategy, like one, do you put players in? And then, uh, of course, a lot of drinks on B-Team. And I, always, I always love drinks. So hopefully we get some more exciting games.
1: Yep. With all these teams that were close and had a bunch of close playoff games, sure to be more exciting down-to-the-wire finishes next week.
3: So that's like a great teaser for watching next week's foci Four games. Like we should take what noise just said and just put it into like ads and play it.
1: Twitch sponsor me for
3: ads. So I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll grab that and put it on my stream or something. Do we want to talk about the manipulation station? Uh, the we only had two upsets this week, and both of them were by the manipulation station. You're like we talked about on B Team. I was the seven seed, which I mean they were really close to those upper teams, and then on a team, they were the, the sixth seed and even got the the sweep against the question marks. Um, I'm surprised there weren't more upsets personally, but I think you got to give the manipulation station a lot of credit. Uh, I think at this point, they feel like the next dynasty of Tag Pro, like we've over the years we've had franchises that you know, for a few seasons have just ruled the roost. You had the uh, Land Before Timers have some, some glory years a few seasons back. OPH was that franchise for a few seasons, 17, 18. Uh, they were making it to the Newper and Booper basically every year. And it really feels like Manipulation Station now is that team where like even if they're the lower seed, like they're 6 and 7 this season, you still don't really want to face them because they've just got that mentality that they can make it. And I think we saw that with the the picks for next round, where we saw... Uh, the Miami Dolphins on A team saying we don't want to pick Manipulation Station. We'll go Bank of America Caps. And on B team, same thing. Split and Temple said we'll uh, we'll take the Dolphins as the four seed instead of the Manipulation Station. So I don't know if you guys feel the same way, but that's kind of the vibe I'm getting from the Manipulation Station right now.
2: Well, I haven't been around for too much of uh, an LTP's, you know, life. I guess. But yeah, they have. For the two seasons that I've seen, they have looked like a really strong team. And it seems really difficult because you don't normally keep the core players from like one season to the next. So you have to find success with like four completely different people. And that's what I think is like a really important thing. And like kudos to Dusk for being able to draft a team that's strong every season. Or like, yeah, for most of the recent seasons, I guess. And being able to, like, get them to the final, like, a fair way into the finals.
1: So, I started in Season 13 on He Hate Re, which is run by Armbranch. But then he got drafted to Majors, so Dusk was pretty much the captain, because he was on A-Team. So, I've been, like, around the NIP station since I started playing competitive. And, like, I always go highly for the NIP station, because in their first season, they, like, Won the booper and barely lost in the nooper, and like I could always tell that Dusk has been like really good at coaching and like making his players do the best they can on the tiles. So I, I in my playoff predictions this, this week, the only upsets I predicted were both of the dips. So I might have but done really well.
3: I'm gonna take some notes here for my predictions and uh, keep that in mind. <laughs> But yeah, uh, uh full credit to uh Dusk did you have more you wanted to say Noise?
1: I was just gonna say that uh also on the He Hate Reed team is Griff, who split off into KGB this season, mm-hmm. which has had some pretty good B team success.
3: And uh hmm, who do the Krusty Grabs play in the playoffs this week? Who can oh it's a manipulation oh. station. Oh look at that.
1: So uh, And also, split off from the Nips is uh, Sadness, who runs LST, who's also doing really well in B team.
2: Indeed. So, saying the Bolfins are the odd one out at the moment.
1: Cough, cough, Jarvis.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And the opportunity to uh, flame Jarvis is a good opportunity.
3: No, I mean, I do think we need to consider the fact that at this point, literally. Every coaching tree is combined and like interwoven with each other. Like for most players, they've been on like all the franchises.
1: That is true. Uh,
3: yeah, I don't know if you can necessarily. I think you need to give Sadness's uh, coaching credit to the uh, the Boston Pops season seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> I think was really where things clicked. It, you know, I'm I'm just saying like I wasn't a co-captain for that team or anything, but. But yeah, uh, full credit to Dusk and uh, the Manipulation Station. Uh, they're uh, once again having a phenomenal playoffs and we'll see if they can keep that going this week. Uh, what what else do we have going on this week? Uh, not a lot. Not a lot of content on the, on the subreddit or in Discord. Uh, so we thought iTag might be a good idea to go back and look at those preseason rankings.
2: Yeah. Um, I figured now is a good time to do it because obviously regular season Finished last week, um, and Active was, uh, you know, kind enough to make a uh, power rankings hub to rank all the rankings from who was the most accurate to the least accurate in both A and B team. Um, a team, he was. He was certain he won A team until he found Graham's rankings that he PMed Java. Uh, not Java's Active. Um, uh, yeah, after week three. And Graham actually came out on top for A team. Uh, some notable things from that ranking was everyone. Not many people rated BCC. There were people putting them tenth, eleventh, and twelfth. Obviously, yeah, it
3: looks like one person even had them last.
2: That um, might have been hmm. me. <clears throat> Maybe. <laughs> um, but yeah they obviously came second and uh, proved a lot of people wrong. But uh, well, what
3: I find interesting on this is that it looks like more than half of the the people doing this thought the Bolfins would finish first. Uh, you never see people predicting the the best team, like nobody knows anything, and we talked about this on the Tag Pro lead a few times that power rankings are always wrong, the teams that people think are good never turn out good, so I mean that's for the bullpen to be everybody thought they were first and then to actually come through like that's kind of an accomplishment like that's kind of a big deal. The fact that they were and they were so obviously at the top of the league that, you know, people recognize that and here they are uh, moving in the Poké 4 is the one seed. That's really impressive. And,
1: and even with Jerry dropping off of that team, they still kept their first place, mm-hmm. which is kind of crazy to me.
3: Yeah. In fact, there was only one person here that ranked them below second.
1: <laughs>
3: that Maybe. might have
1: also
2: been me. <laughs> um, yeah, I will discuss my power rankings once we discuss the B team results. I don't know if you yeah. guys want to keep talking about I A. I was going to
3: say, it doesn't seem like you know a lot about A team because you did <laughs> finish last in this, but what about B team?
2: Um, B team? I love B team. A team doesn't matter. A team, uh, B team of is where it's at. I, agree. Um, I actually came first, and uh, I think that's a bit of a, that was a, a surprise, but a welcome one. I was very happy to see it. Um, there weren't many people who got the right position of any team really, like there was only five correct positions guessed, and no one got more than one spot right. So the community rankings had the isotopes in 11th, and that's where they finish uh, in the sum day had the question marks in 10th. Uh, both Astor and myself had the AmeriCaps in 9th. And then Jarvis had LBT finishing 2nd.
1: That 9th um, place could have been saved if OT worked. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, for people who don't know about my power rankings that I wrote at the start of the season, um, since I didn't really have any idea on like how good the players were. And I figured it was kind of pointless to try and like guess who the best players were and just like make rankings like that. Um, I decided to make my rankings using a formula and that formula was a secret to begin with, but I guess I might as well just explain it. Um, it.
3: Exclusive.
2: So I got the amount of vowels in the team name and the players names um, from the A and B team. So like A team was obviously just the top four and the team name and B team was the team name of the rest. And I got the percentage of vowels in their name and the higher percentage of vowels, um, the higher on the rankings you went.
3: I like it. And okay.
2: I remember there was one team. I don't remember exactly in the B team rankings. I'm pretty sure. I think. Um, yeah. Uh, Mr. Nice Guy. I think he plays B team. I don't remember. yeah, he signed up with a bracket and a space at the end of his name. Obviously, a bit of a typo, I think. Um, That actually affected his team's ranking. They actually dropped down one spot because of that, which I thought was like pretty impactful. Um, So to see that I got first in the B team rankings using a formula that didn't really take into account anything about Tag Pro Skill, um, I was very proud of myself and I was laughing for maybe like 10 minutes after I found this out.
3: (laughs) Nobody knows anything about B-team uh, except the vowels, obviously. Yeah. It's interesting that you did it that way because that's very similar to Keekly points, which I'm <laughs> assuming that you... Do you know anything about Keekly points?
2: I, think. I, I know who Keekly is. He came over and played a season of OLTP. I think he's still in Australia, but I don't know anything other than that.
3: So Keekly would do power rankings for a couple seasons and he, he did them based on Keekly points which was he counted up the number of A's, E's, L's, and Y's in each player's name, because ah. uh, the letter's in Keekly. and they were usually pretty damn accurate. So uh, for anybody who wants to do Power Rankings next season, because that'll be coming up relatively soon, I guess we have an off-season league, but if you want to do Power Rankings, just do it based on letters. That's what we're learning here today.
2: Yeah, there's no point trying to get it right based off player skill
3: you're never going to do
1: that. So what we found out from rankings is that if you want to play A-team and you want your team to do well, you have to have lower number of vowels. And if yes. you want to play B-team and you want your team to do well, you have to have more vowels. Which means I might have to like backspace my exclamation
3: points yeah, when I sign up. Pretty <laughs> I'm pretty happy. with my, I'm basically 50% on mine. I'm happy with that.
2: I'm sitting just on the f- 50? Yeah, I just had to check. I don't know why.
3: I, I but, think we're all meaningful contributors to our team.
2: Yeah. Um, I actually had Manipulation Station coming first, though, in B-team. And there's still a chance that that technically happens with their playoffs right. run. Yeah. So maybe I'll just big brain that. And, uh, exactly.
3: You were just thinking ahead.
2: Yeah. Also got Miami second, which was nice. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of faith in my boys. That was just actually a coincidence that, like, the team I ended up on was placed so high.
3: You yeah, got Miami, that helps. Yeah. see you had a bone to pick uh, with the subreddit this season, I believe. Yeah, so I've been around
1: for, for a while now, since season 13. And uh, every season, I look forward to all the random shit posts that we get. But this season, there weren't even that many. There's there's one that I really liked that Bald Eagle, you you yourself made, uh, I think it was like week two or something, and uh, it was after a game versus my team, actually, where the Pinkfield Isotopes kept bombing into a spike on Cedar, or Pine, for both A and B team, and you made a video capturing all of those bombs from that week, and it was great.
3: Capuc actually asked that I did that. Like he said, you need to put this video together.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Capuque is the master of content. And spikes. And spikes. I remember your your cat video last season too.
3: I've got to do one shit post a season just so I don't get rusty.
1: Yep. Uh, other than that video, there wasn't much until uh, I forget who, but someone posted the rip uh, the grandma picture in the nip station and. Uh flaccid said, I'm gonna post this to n l t v general because I love my grandma, so then he did that, and uh now we got now we got a great <laughs> great grandma pick, but there there hasn't been much much shit posting other than that. Usually there's a random like a bunch of drama, and people make a bunch of shit posts about that, but there isn't that much drama. The only drama
2: we've really had this season was like i guess just overtime, but people just Blame the game and move on.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That like barely registers on the drama scale compared to seasons past. Yeah. And I guess that's, that's the, uh, the element of, of a league that I think has over time been getting better and better and more and more well run. But it yeah. does bum me out that we're not seeing the, uh, the big drama. NLTP usually is right on top of that game, like you're saying. And then it produces a lot of incredible shitposts and stuff. So, Look, noise. I mean, I always think you should be the change you wish to see in this world. So, you know, I think you All either right. got to start making some shit posts or do something that causes a lot of drama.
1: All right, I'll I'll work on it.
2: Be like Thanos. Say fine, I'll do it myself, and then <laughs> you know, just remove half the population from an LTP and I'll nuke an LTP
1: general server. Yes. Easy. <laughs>
2: Watch out, NLTP. We're coming. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. That's it for the headlines, isn't it?
3: Yeah. Uh, Tell us who the player of the week is.
2: Okay. Uh, Yeah, my player of the week. Exciting. Um, Last week, I picked uh, Bobby Tables or Foxy Shazam, however you know him by, um, for helping me out, I guess, a little bit. Uh, And this week, I'm also picking someone who helped me out. Uh, My player of the week is Ball Arena, who I actually went and asked for help for my predictions because I was getting sick of writing a haiku every week. It was three weeks in a row and I was over it. Um, I didn't know how long I could keep up the, uh, the, the quality of them. And I was like, you know what, it's time to win. And so, I went to Ball Arena and she gave me her predictions and- she got all of the A-team predictions right, which I thought was massive. Um, and B-team only got one of them right because she predicted against Miami, but I couldn't turn my back on my team. So, yeah, I'd like to thank Rena for that. You Understandable that you, you didn't game. want to
1: root against your own team. Yeah.
3: What you're saying is you didn't really win the predictions last week. Sure. <sighs> <laughs> really, really it should be. This is small we should, we should details have, we should have ballerina on this podcast instead
2: maybe maybe.
3: Yeah. Well, we'll get to the uh, haiku and the predictions a little later uh, but it is now time to talk about what noise you, uh, the, the guest topic segment we've had a lot of really interesting topics through the first few weeks uh, what have you brought in to talk about Let's...
1: my topic this week is zombie movies Or TV shows. And your thoughts about them. (laughs) So so here's what I'm going to start off with. So over time, there's been like probably, I'd say it's more and more zombie related stuff. Like basically just because it's like apocalypse, crazy stuff, blood and gore, typical action movie kind of stuff that makes for good content for people to view. And I really like them. And, uh, Shaun of the Dead was one of the first rated R movies I've seen. So I've really liked zombie movies and, uh, I just thought it's a good topic to talk about. And I wanted to hear your guys' opinions on how you think they've changed, what your favorite ones are, anything else you think about them.
2: Well, uh, the only zombie movie I have seen is Shaun of the Dead. Thank you for reminding me because I completely forgot that I'd seen it. Um, it was a good movie from what I remember. It was a little while ago, but yeah, I enjoyed it. But I've got no other opinions on zombie movies because I just have not seen them.
1: Why? Well, why haven't you seen them?
2: Um, not much of like a movie or just like TV series, man. Really? Okay. Big. YouTube, spend all your time Twitch.
3: getting better at tag pro.
2: Well, yeah. That too. I have to spend a lot of time on Tag Pro as well to get better. It's a, it's a long
1: process. That makes sense to me. Tag Pro is life.
3: Indeed. Indeed. I gotta confess that I also I've not seen any zombie <laughs> movies. Uh, but that is not a uh, that, I, that's not because I don't like zombie movies. It's just because I also just am not, I don't watch any movies at all basically. It's hard for me to focus for that long. But I do think that it's a really interesting topic, and it's a very very interesting genre. And I'm especially thinking about it now, in the wake of this pandemic that we've had, because a lot of zombie movies are like, right, it's like a virus, or like, yep. uh, it, it spreads, you know, just like a virus does. So I'm curious whether how you watch zombie movies has changed since the pandemic. Like, does it hit closer to home, or you know, is it an escape into a yeah, more exciting version of it. I don't know. Like, how how do you view them?
1: Uh, I probably think it's more of an escape into something more exciting. Cause like, in most zombie movies, there's always like the hero guy who's like shooting all the zombies and crap, or Shaun of the Dead hitting them with shovels and stuff. <laughs> but uh, like, there's always guys like killing zombies and like being ballers and stuff. So I always felt like that would be cool, but like. The reality of zombie is, like, pretty much everyone is going to be dead, you know? So, like, you don't really want it to ever actually happen, but, like, it's like a fantasy in your head.
3: Like, like do, you, do you map out, like, if there was a zombie apocalypse? Do you, like, do you have specific plans, like, made out? Uh,
1: I actually have a book that is, uh, I forget what it's exactly called, but I think my grandma got it for me a while ago. Called, like, How to Survive a Zombie Apocalypse or something. And, uh... It's got a bunch of good tips and also uh, like, so Shaun of the Dead is kind of like a parody on zombie movies because like they do funny stuff to zombies and it's not like super duper serious about it. Right. And then uh, another one that's like kind of also funny about it is Zombieland, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: which had Jesse Eisenberg in it. Uh, And he has like a bunch of cool tips on it where like throughout the whole movie he's basically saying, tip one. Like, always double tap, like, shoot a zombie in the head twice to make sure that it's dead. Or, like, if you shoot it in the chest that's on the ground, make sure you hit it in the head, too. Something like that. So, like, I feel like, based on all these tips, if zombies like those appear, you know, I'd be pretty prepared. But I don't have weapons is also the thing.
3: What's your biggest tip? Like, what would be the tip that we sh- our, our listeners should know about?
1: Ooh, uh biggest tip, I think, would be to, uh, hmm. I feel like always double tap is like gonna happen a lot, like, because in almost every zombie movie, there's like always some like main character who like shoots a zombie and then it's on the ground and they walk by it and then it like jumps up and bites them like after they think it's already dead. So I feel like always double tap is one of those that would occur a lot. Would be pretty helpful.
2: I actually just remembered a zombie movie that I have seen. I've seen Train to Busan. And that was amazing. I really liked it. Like, really, uh, really liked it. It's a Korean film. And I think I've
1: heard of it. I don't think I've actually seen it, though.
2: I would urge people to watch it. It's probably one of the better movies that I have seen. I don't know why I forgot about it. But it also reminds me, at the end of the movie, the people I was watching it with, we watched it, like, right at the start of the pandemic when everyone in Australia, like, freaked out and went to get, like, heaps of, like, toilet paper, tissue paper and stuff like that and started hoarding it all. And people were crying at the end. Like, the people I was watching it with were crying. And I said something about, like, I was like, oh, have you got a tissue or something? There's some joke about, like, how um, people had, like, taken all the tissues from Woolies <laughs> and whatever. And it kind of just, like, killed the,
1: the sad ending and people <laughs> started laughing. Very good. But, yeah, very good movie. I also brought up this topic because Netflix released their own called, like, Army of the Dead. And I watched that. It's got the one really buff guy. I forget his name. Oh, oh God, oh, I should know this guy, his name.
3: Bautista?
1: Yeah, uh, Batista? Yeah, oh. Batista. <laughs> that guy. I couldn't think of the name. That was a bit off. But awesome, uh, I, th- I thought of it because that, that movie had a zombie tiger in it. Ooh, and I thought that oh. was pretty badass. What are your thoughts on uh, zombie animals?
2: Uh, I think it's a nice change up. And it gives um, a bit of like a different way to look at things or like how they have to a different situation to kind of try kind of deal with, I guess in the movie. I mean, which, yeah.
3: As somebody who has played every, uh, not every Halloween event, but a lot of Halloween events under the name zombie. <laughs> I'm into it. I'm on board. Uh, I, it does give you a, like, what if there were zom- zombies on What if there were zombie birds? Like suddenly got to worry about the air now, like they're going to swoop down on you. So that, that, that's, That's an interesting twist, and I'm surprised I haven't seen it more often.
1: Yeah, a lot of zombie movies usually have, like, only humans, or, like, sometimes they say, oh, it started with animals, and then it got to humans, but then, like, they never have the animals ever be zombies in the movie itself, you know? Mm. Because that's what happened in World War Z, which had Brad Pitt in it. it. started with animals, like, always killing each other and shit, then spread to people, but, like, they never really had animals, zombie animals, in the actual movie.
2: Do you know a movie I thought they would have made by now? Or, like, I'm surprised they haven't done? It's like a Call of Duty Zombies movie. That I would
1: feel be like pretty, pretty
2: you'd cool. you'd be able to make a fair bit of money off that. Even if the movie sucked. Yeah. A lot of people would go just because it's Call of Duty. I remember
1: playing a lot of zombies. Yeah. Back in the day.
2: spent way too much time playing Transit. Way too much, time.
1: <laughs> what would scare you the most about a real-life zombie apocalypse?
3: Hmm. I would be dead very quick, so I would not have time to worry about that.
2: Yeah. I feel like I'd uh, be the same.
3: <laughs> I should have uh, not
1: said the part that most of us are going to die very quickly.
3: Well, I knew that ahead of
1: time. What if you weren't one of the, the dead quick guys? Uh,
3: I don't like jump scares. Don't don't give me the don't give I me the like... zombie just suddenly appearing in your window. Don't give me that. I'm not into that.
2: <laughs> just board up all your windows. You'll be fine.
3: Yeah. If if, if I can't see them, they can't see me. Yeah. And they're perfect not there, logic. I think is how that works.
1: So uh, I forget if I don't remember if this was Zombieland or not, but uh, I think a zombie walked in when he was pooping.
0: Oh, I no, feel like that would be, that.
1: like, a really, really <laughs> scary time. That guy
2: must have been shit scared. Yep. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yep. <Yeah. laughs> I think that's one uh, of my, my biggest fears of the zombie apocalypse. Like, I don't know, if you're, like, taking a shower or something, taking a shower, pooping, something like that, and a zombie just walks in.
2: Lock your door. Or, you know, lock the outside door so no one can get into the house. You know? Like
3: hey, that's man. Uh, that's always that's, got that's it. Step one, I think. I think there's just gonna be a
1: fear in the back of my head if that ever happens. Like, oh fuck. I'm showering. Uh, oh fuck. Is that how we gonna get?
3: Yeah, I, that's something that you definitely need to be worried about for the rest of your life. You never know if it could happen to you. It could happen tomorrow morning. Think about that when you shower.
2: I can confirm it doesn't happen tomorrow morning for Americans. Oh good. <laughs> um, I'm in the future, and it, it is okay at the moment.
3: <laughs> All right. But remember, we're recording this in the past, so who knows what's going to happen in the next couple days. That's true, that's true.
1: Another fear that I have would be, like, I, for some reason, don't know that a zombie apocalypse is happening. and like I just go about my normal day, but I just get fucking demolished by a bunch of zombies swarming me, you know?
3: You know, there were a few people like that for COVID, too.
2: I found at the news companies. And then the news just doesn't get out, and then people. Uh, let's like, not do that. smart zombies. Somebody who
3: works for a news company. Let's not do that.
1: <laughs> Remember, any zombies out there, do not go for the news companies.
3: Yeah, don't do that. that would when be are we going to get a hybrid like news zombie movie? And that would be one I'd watch.
1: Where the zombies do news, or <laughs> or what?
3: I mean, where it's like it's it's like your stereotypical journalism movie, where it's like you know trying to find all the. Or whatever and it's not actually like a documentary vice, but uh, like you know all the president's manor spotlight or that sort of stuff or like they're trying to uncover the mystery but also oh, the okay, okay.
2: apocalypse what about a David Attenborough like yeah. planet earth but for zombies
1: I feel like that, that would, would be, be that would be great I would watch the shit out of that <laughs> we see here in the wild Two zombies just standing because they don't see any prey. <laughs> they're just standing there, wandering yeah, back and forth aimlessly. Yeah, what does a
2: zombie do when they don't see anything, right? Like, they just stand there and wait for someone to get
3: close? Lurch around, don't they?
1: So, there's like a bunch of different things that could happen according to different shows and movies and stuff. One show, I forget what it's called. It's also on Netflix. I'm not sponsored by Netflix or anything. Um, <laughs> I forget what it's called, but uh, they said that the zombies kind of just group up and horde and just, like, run around as a giant horde of, like, up to millions and stuff, God, which be would be scary. pretty terrifying. Especially when they
2: run down your street or something.
1: Yeah. Others say that, like, they just, like, you know, chill. Wait till some- they hear noises and shit.
2: Well, they don't have a brain, do they? Zombies? Or do they?
1: Usually zombies have brains. Usually. Okay. Like, it it kind of depends on the movie, because it's all sci-fi. So, like, or not sci-fi. Yeah. Yeah,
3: fantasy. Sci-fi. Fantasy.
1: So, like, it depends on what, what they're going with, you know?
3: I do yeah. want to circle back and say, obviously, he would be named Deadvid Attenborough. Deadvid.
1: <laughs> okay, okay
3: uh we we should probably move this on to uh talk about uh some of the games coming up this week but <laughs> thanks for talking about zombie movies i might have to watch no one this prank. weekend if 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 i wanted to watch a zombie movie this weekend like what would be the one zombie movie
2: that I'd actually watch? if you have seen a zombie movie tell noise about it here's dm's
1: right. yeah i'll get like a 100 dm's
2: and That's don't forget the great. other dm's you're supposed to send out i got my second um Pickup line, kind of, final. Oh, yeah. Pen fifteen Dude, came in clutch. Uh, let me see it again. How long ago was this? He asked if I had ever had an Australian kiss. It's like a French kiss, but it's down under.
3: Hey, Ooh. all right. Very smooth. That's Is this a good a one. Family podcast. Do we need to Emil take care, of it in post. Whatever. Yeah. And I believe we also have a haiku from.
1: From RIG. From RIG. Alright, RIG's haiku is about iTag, because you choose who you write it about. Or is it just I the winner? I wrote it about the winner. Oh, so you actually like won one? Yeah. Okay, iTag, I'm proud Woo! of you, buddy. I'm proud All of right, myself. RIG's haiku is his accent is great, but his team is only fine. LST in six.
3: ha <laughs> ha! Incredible! So he gets oh. to the dunk in.
0: <laughs> yep.
1: <laughs> oh wow!
2: Damn.
3: I'm here for it, and I hope we have some more shit talking and haikus moving forward. Not that I hey, will be, be writing you, any because yeah, that not that I will be writing any, because my picks are always great. So uh, let's get to those picks now. Uh, I believe we're just gonna do we're just gonna pick all the games because it's you know it's playoffs. There's only four games left to pick. Yeah. So where do you want to start? Do You want to start on A team? You want to start on B team? I'll start on A. All right.
2: So we have uh, Miami Bolfins and the Americaps.
3: And that is actually the game I'm going to be streaming. So tune into twitch.tv slash bald eagle and catch that game. I think it's going to be a very good game. What do, what do y'all think? Uh,
1: I think it's going to be a close game. And I'm always going to be rooting for my boys. So I, I say Bank of Americaps win that.
2: Yeah. Well, um, as much as I have a uh, a nice friendly relationship with Javis, um yeah, I will be going for the Bolfins because gotta stay strong.
3: All right, uh, and as the only person not affiliated to either of these teams, I guess I'll make an unbiased pick. Uh, and look, like we talked about with the rankings, the the Bolfins have been a really good A team. I'm you know, everybody saw it coming out the gate and they've kept it going and I'm not gonna pick against that. Um, you know, I'll keep picking them until they lose, because they've looked very, very good this season. So I'll take the Dolphins and six, I think, is probably how it's going to go. Other game is Bohemian Capsody, two-seed Manipulation Station, the sixth seed. Who you got for that one, Nice? I think
1: I'm going to go with Nips for that one, because of how convincing they were in their first week of playoffs. Yeah, I'm following
2: suit and I will be picking the Nips because they are looking not like a sixth seed team.
3: Yeah, they're looking very, very good. Yeah. You know, I'm a big Rick G fan. I'm going to go Bohemian Capsidy. I'll be different here. Uh, they're the two seed for a reason. They've had a really good season as well. And uh, they know how to... I mean, both of these teams know how to get things done in playoffs. So I expect that to... I would not be surprised to see that go the distance. I'd say seven games in that. And I hope it's a good one. Uh, I'll look forward to that one's gonna start a little later than mine, I think, so I'm looking forward to hopping off of my game and tuning into that one once once my game ends.
2: Okay. Sweet. And then we have B team. Um we have <laughs> Legend of the Split and Temple. Uh the first seed come up against the Bolfins. Um I might as well just rape mine off because I've already got it here. I'm picking the Bolfins. I feel like it's just a, it's not a good look if I pick the other team, right? <laughs> so I like Automatically have to pick well, my team.
3: I mean, do you want to win? Or Hey, man. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's your haiku on the line, okay? <laughs> Did you get help from Ballerina this week? That's a big question.
2: No, I didn't. There was only four right. games. I figured that Uh-oh. I could do it myself. Everybody
3: be sure to tune Uh-oh. in next week Uh-oh. for the iTag Haiku. <laughs> uh,
2: I considered it, but didn't think it was necessary. I felt like I would have gotten the same answers.
1: I think I'm going to go with LST for this round. Wow.
2: I'm not judging you, but wow. <laughs> no, there's definitely merit to picking either team here, I think. Um, LST looked really good in the first week, but I think Miami's finally kind of getting their top four together and getting a bit of practice. And we finally have Catalyst back who's been kind of MIA for the last three or four weeks. because He's been moving and busy with other things. So, yeah.
3: So I mean, we also know who Rig picked in this one. Uh, I got to make my pick. This is a really tough one. This might also I'm I'll say this one goes to seven games. We ball because I think it's very close. But like I said, B team very very stacked, close together. You know, a lot of teams all in that mixer. Uh, the Bolfins were up there a lot of the season too. I'm gonna take the Bolfins too. Woo! If there's one thing that we know about Rig, it's that he doesn't win in the playoffs. So unlucky, Rig, maybe. Maybe this will motivate you to actually get a ring. And then the last game is the the crusty grabs, the three seed, manipulation station back at again with another upset. Uh the seven seed. And I I'll go first this time because I've gone last each of the times and I yeah, manipulation station for another upset. I'll take I'll take double upsets on B team. I'm all here for B team upsets, hijinks, overtime, give give inject it all into my veins. Let's go.
1: <laughs> and for your A team, you pick the first and second seed.
3: Yeah. Okay, I like I, it. I contain multitudes.
2: Um, I've taken NIPs as well. So Miami and Nipulation Station win both A and B this week. I think that'd be a sick matchup for the final, like having two of the same team, I guess. Yeah. yeah. With a and B being the same
3: team. That'd
1: be cool.
3: I'm not sure we've had that before. I, I'm almost certain we don't. We, we usually do have. It's been very common over the past few seasons. To have at least one team in both a and b uh it's rare to pull off the double but it is it does add a little interesting dimension to the games uh it's obviously certainly possible here with several teams having multiple teams still in the running so mm-hmm. it would it would be cool to see uh teams close out both a and b and have the same matchup in both although i'm also a big fan of like i want to spread the left too so have as many teams still going as possible who do you got Nice?
1: So this one's tough, but uh, from, from the K, Krusty Grabs co-captain, uh, Flaccid Trip, he's basically been saying, I want B-team to be out of playoffs. I, want, I, I just want to get out of this. So I'm going <laughs> to hope that I help him and say Nips here.
3: All Nips. And no love for the Krusty Grabs, which means they're almost certainly going to win. The first one that we've all agreed on, every
2: other game, we had one person pick something different, which is nice.
3: Wow.
0: Yeah. At
2: least we'll have, hopefully, uh, an interesting game. Yeah. Well, it, it, interesting game? Interesting games, one, for the Focai 4, but I meant, like, interesting scores, I guess, for the prediction. Interesting
1: results. Yeah, that for one. who's going to be a haiku. So it'll probably be
2: me, because I didn't get any outside I, help,
1: but... A haiku-ist? Is that what you call it?
2: Um, maybe just a I guess poet? it's just
1: poet, yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but who's going to
1: be a haikuist a name next for week? the person who writes haiku? <laughs> Probably just poet.
3: Haiku but... Osukuru hito. I'm surely that sounds, not pronouncing that, sounds that correctly.
1: like Japanese. Haikuist? Haikuist. Hopefully it's not me from my one, one time picking on here. <laughs>
2: Felt bad for Rig. He rocked up for one episode and had to write a haiku. Platt's been lucky. He won't yeah, even that's, have to write a Yeah, That's really why Platt either. left.
3: Yeah, Platt left because he was scared and didn't want to write a haiku. <laughs> I, think, I like think we need to David. get Platt's predictions in here after the fact as well. And-
1: Once he gets out of the revolving
3: door, get his predictions in.
1: <laughs>
2: we should have just taken it from him while he was still yeah. he's still there. It's like
3: and we we go back out of the revolving door, ask him for his predictions, don't give him any help out of the door.
1: Yeah, that's
2: that a good makes idea. Sense.
3: That makes sense to me. <laughs> I also
2: thought just about the revolving door. Why do you pull a revolving door?
3: You don't do that. Yeah, do but supposedly R1 is a pull door. That's what Platt just was saying. Use, use the handicapped entrance. Your, your building is legally required under the American Disabilities Act to have a door that's not a revolving door that people can use.
2: <laughs> Why haven't you noticed that the whole time? Uh, I look, I, I don't know. Platt didn't tell me about it. I guess you just want to be to stick around on the podcast.
1: But like you could have just like looked looked around a little bit. I maybe guess he was telling you the handicap door was pull, but the revolving door isn't. You just gotta be better at that. Maybe, maybe.
3: You'll you'll have to go back out and try that after we finish recording here. <laughs> uh, which we're we're almost ready to do. Uh, be, before we go, we wanna hear noise, do you have anything going on that you wanna promote? Uh, uh, thank you for, for being our guest. How can, how can we help promote you? Where can we find you?
1: Uh, okay, so what I'm promoting is for next NLTP season, I want to play B-team offense, for real. <laughs> no, no, no nonsense about it. Any captains out there, don't pull me up to A-team. Don't make me play defense. None of that. <laughs> I want to play B-team offense, okay?
2: He's even prepared to remove the exclamation points from his name. Yeah,
1: I'll remove the exclamation points from my name to make our B-team be statistically more likely to finish higher, according <laughs> to iTag's formula.
3: Which worked. Yeah, which is 100% accurate. Look, his name's not Nadees, it's Noise. It's an O, not a D. Let's get him, let's get him on B-team though.
1: Also, uh, I have to shout out Slob. She told me if I didn't... Tell everyone how great she was. That she would like beat me up or something. So, uh, Slob's a great person. Awesome lad. Keep hyping her up. Let her go A team. Let her win the Nooper. Let her win the Booper. Do- Let her do something. I believe in her. Oh,
2: and her B
1: team was robbed.
3: Yeah, yeah. Boa
1: B team robbed. Fix tag pro.
3: Fix captain. R- lucky R- spammer. All right, that's going to about do it for us on the Buddy Bomb. Thanks everybody for listening. Uh, Ice Plat, I mean, gosh, I sure, I sure hope Ice Platt is back next week. I hope he, I hope he gets out of the revolving door. We made a lot of jokes here today, but that is a serious situation. Uh, I, we did call nine one one earlier, and I don't know why they haven't shown up yet. Maybe they thought it was a joke. Uh, but you know, hopefully we're able to get Ice Platt out because that is, we are worried about him, and uh, you know, hopefully we'll, we'll have him back next week. Uh, thanks to Noyce for uh, being our guest this week. Uh, thanks, as always, to iTag. Uh, and thanks to iTag and IcePlat for letting me fill in, uh, come back, and pretend to be IcePlat for a week. It was a lot of fun. I
2: was about to say, thanks, thanks to for, being for here. filling in for Platt, as he's still stuck. Unbelievable.
1: Um, definitely carried it <laughs> because I am not...
3: You, you uh, are a great podcast host, iTag.
1: I tag couldn't handle the responsibility yeah I think that's probably
3: what it was you, you, are, you are fantastic and I definitely enjoy listening to this podcast every week I'm, I'm me glad. too and I believe you have a quote for us to finish the, finish the night off yes, what are you going to leave us with?
2: courtesy of Google um, I've, I'll leave you with this I learned that courage was not the absence of fear, but the triumph over it. The brave man is not he who does not feel afraid, but he who conquers that fear. Nelson Mandela.